What's going on, everybody? My name is Angel Rodriguez. Welcome to NYC Talking Podcast. The city of New York, Boricua from the Bronx. I was a little reluctant to record this particular episode because it's from a period that I'm kind of embarrassed about. Who are you today? That's what matters. I think it's worth talking about, and I think it's worth sharing. Sharing is caring. That what they say? I'm a Latino male. And I grew up with what one would call an old school Latino father. My mom was a bit more modern, but my dad, in terms of marriage and things like that, he was very old school. My father, yeah, he always came around, but my mama, she's the one who held it down. I remember him telling me that you never bring another man into your home. He used to get upset with my mom when she would put her purse around her neck. The strap kind of emphasize your breast. I remember my pops getting mad with my mom because she would put her purse that way and he would say that it makes her breast more noticeable. Saying that my father was jealous and possessive would be an understatement of epic proportions. So it would stand to reason that as a young boy growing up in this household, that at some point or another, I myself would begin to manifest these less than stellar qualities. This man and his understatements. <laughs> there was a period in my life where I was very jealous. I was also possessive. Now, I was never at the level that my dad was. I grew up in a different era and I had different influences and a different way of thinking. But that seed was planted and it did manifest itself at times. I remember one time I wasn't home from school yet and when I got home, one of my buddies was sitting on my sofa. I remember making an issue of it. I can't remember the exact details, but I remember tripping out on my boy, tripping out on my ex-wife because at that very moment the thing that echoed in my head was you never let a man in your house but more importantly what echoed in my head was you never let a man in your house when you're not there i wasn't even there this was some next level stuff you know what i'm saying oh i was not happy at all there was a period that me and this particular friend were both trying to get the attentions of this woman so that was part of the history but in hindsight, I know that I should be able to trust my then wife. And I believe that I should be able to trust my buddy back then. I don't think that my reaction was warranted. And I feel bad about that. And that's not cool. You know, we're friends. We've been friends for a long time. And my jealousy could have ruined that friendship. It probably contributed to hurting my relationship with my ex-wife. And it's just not a good look. As a grown man now, I believe that jealousy is a wasted emotion. Allow me to explain. J-T-C-A-L-O-U-S, yeah. You know, it just occurred to me in the editing process. Y'all should have seen the way I was with my little sister. Not the baby sister. I'd calmed down by then. But my little sister, oh man, I was super overprotective, super jealous, and just an overbearing beast with that one. Sorry, sis. 
if the only way that you can keep someone with you or keep them from cheating on you is by constantly being on top of them, by constantly watching them, by controlling every aspect of their life. If that's the only way that you can ensure that someone doesn't cheat on you, why would you want to be in that relationship? Think about it. If they want to cheat on you, they don't want to be with you. Why are you trying to force them? Let them go. Don't be a loser. Why would you want to be with someone who wants to be with someone else? You should value yourself enough that if someone doesn't want to be with you 100% without any doubt, you should send them to the curve, baby. Why would you want to be with someone who can't be loyal to you without you having to constantly watch them? Why would you even want to live or feel that way? It doesn't make any sense. Just stop and think for a second. If someone doesn't want to be around you, why would you treat yourself in a way that belittles you and, and just creates so much discomfort to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you? Maybe your, your partner gives you absolutely zero reason for you to distrust them and you are just an insecure person, okay? then you have to stop and think and ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen here? The, the person could leave you, right? That's the worst end result. Or they cheat on you and they make you look like a fool and you're embarrassed and stuff. But you gotta think about that. Why? Why do you care? Because of ego and pride. So it probably ain't even about love. Because if you love them, you trust them. It always comes back to ego and pride. If we go back to the first scenario, if a person doesn't want to be with you, let them go. Why would you want to be with them? Just let them go. Who cares? You'll find someone else and you'll be able to be in a relationship where you don't have to feel that way. Maybe you're the problem. Maybe you're making them unhappy by being this, this insecure, miserable fuck who simply just can't let people live. A lot of the time, this is about projection. My father wasn't the most loyal man. I mean, my pops did some dirtbag stuff and people tried to kill him for it. So yeah, I mean, he was projecting because he knew what he was doing. And therefore, he felt that everybody behaves the same way. The bottom line is, a person is gonna do whatever the hell they want. If they wanna leave you, sooner or later they're gonna leave you. If they wanna fuck someone else, they're gonna find a way to do it. If they wanna be with someone else, they're gonna find a way to do it. So why would you waste your time, energy, resources, emotions, everything to try and prevent the inevitable from happening? My wife is in a program called Women Empowerment. It's supposed to be a program where it's just women and they are working together to learn how to defend themselves against men. She started that program because she had gotten attacked some months ago. My wife actually joined me here to talk about that. You can listen to that episode in the archives on nyctalking.com, iTunes, Anchor, wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. The point of bringing that up is that she was telling me about being on some dude's back in class and him trying to shake her off and her having her legs wrapped around his waist and her arms wrapped around him, trying to him trying to shake her off, right? It was funny. I was hanging on his back and he was running all over the floor. <laughs> no, the demons are opening their eyes. The demons are raising their head. The 
demons are trying to rise from the depths. When she told me that, I said, I, I thought there's only women in that class. J T C A L O U S yeah. And she's like, oh, well, you know, the instructor sometimes brings a guy to help out. Oh, how often has this guy been going to the classes? Oh, this is just the first time he came. I see. For that brief moment, I felt not a very strong jealousy or an overwhelming desire to rage or anything like that. But, you know, that little demon that I've had inside of me since I was a kid, it tried to make its way up and out into the world. And I said, hey, man, you're not wanted up here. You're not wanted up here. You better take yourself back to whatever dark hole you crowed out of, you piece of shit. To this specific example, I have to bring up what I just said. I trust my wife. I don't know the guy. I don't trust the guy, obviously, because I don't know him. And it doesn't matter because I trust my wife. Jiu-jitsu is a physical sport where women and men end up in these positions that could make a person uncomfortable but that's the sport that's how it is it's the same with men and men women and women women and men men and women etc the main defensive position is called the guard which has your legs wrapped around the waist of your opponent it's the way the the, the arts the martial art works part of the art is the guard and you wrap your legs around someone's waist it kind of bugged me when she told me that because not so much that it happened but because i was under the impression that it's purely and solely just women in there you know like if she's taking jujitsu uh, regular jujitsu and going out there and training and stuff it's expected that she'll roll with men at some point right and and that's fine that's just the way it goes i get that you know i think it bugged me more because it's marketed as uh, women only and that created that moment where that little demon crept up angel <laughs> it's been a while don't you want to let me out <laughs> and i had to check it you know i actually wrote this as a blog post you can go check that out on nyctalking.com you might be on anchor you might be on itunes you might be on google you might be anywhere else but you want to be on nyctalking.com i didn't allow that emotion to take over i didn't allow the emotion to overcome me and i just pushed it down i pushed it away it might sound easy but it really isn't this has been years and years in the making and this isn't the first time i had a moment of of jealousy with my wife the crazy thing is that i count on my fingers it's been three times including this one where i felt jealous about something that happened with her for someone that comes with my background and my history that is miraculous i tell you miraculous and i'd say given my history that's a massive improvement. Hello everybody and welcome to Understatement Central. Once again, bringing you the biggest and greatest understatements. And I had a moment of that feeling of, of jealousy, of, of, of uh, insecurity, of possessiveness, right? It was like a moment and then I just shrugged it off. I didn't let it fester. I didn't let it linger. I remember the episodes that triggered it, but I remember just brushing it off and pushing it away come to think of it that may not be entirely true i probably mentioned it but i didn't linger that comes with experience it comes with maturity it 
comes with accepting and understanding that if a person doesn't want to be with you, they're not going to be with you. If a person wants to be with you, they will be with you. If a person wants to be faithful to you, they will be faithful to you. At the end of the day, you have to submit and acknowledge that there's nothing you can do to stop it if they don't want to be with you. That's it. Just submit and accept it. Tap out, motherfucker. You can't do nothing to change it. It just is what it is. Just knowing that makes your life so much easier. My wife had taken some pictures with this dude and she was being all goofy and silly and stuff. And I remember that I got upset because when I tried to do goofy pictures with her, she never cooperates. She doesn't want to be a part of that. So seeing her do that with this other dude at this event where they went, you know, group of, uh, I don't know, 10 women, whatever, they all went away. I felt like, what the fuck is this? You don't play like that with me and you're going to play like that with this motherfucker? I felt bothered by it. I felt upset. That in itself, it's a form of possessiveness, right? If you don't do this with me, how dare you do it with someone else? It's insecurity. It's childish. It's not good. I didn't let it escalate into something bigger than that. And then the other time, I'm telling you all the three times, right? The other time was when she still lived at home with her parents. And she told me that, you know, some friend came over and they were playing Guitar Hero or Rock Band or whatever. And I was like, I want to play that with you. What the hell are you doing that? Playing that with someone else. That stupid nonsense was the other one. None of those situations warranted jealousy. That's just straight up ingrained bad behavior, y'all. If you look back at these things, the absurdity, the stupidity of this emotion of jealousy, it's a demon. And some of us had it implanted in us at an early age. Google Gaga, motherfucker. Let me come out and play. It's me, jealousy. And it's not cool. It sucks. But you have the power to overcome it. Mind you, it's not easy. But if you put your mind to it, you can overcome this demon just like I did. And mind you, he's still there. I just control him now. All you need to do is understand that it's a wasted emotion. It's just stupid it's pointless no good ever comes from it no good comes from it whatever it is that you're afraid of you just have to accept and submit that you are powerless to stop it if that's what the person wants hopefully you take something away from this and it can help you that really is my intention y'all I'm just hoping that somebody out there is inspired motivated or otherwise helped by these words I guess at the end of the day is just acceptance. Acceptance of things that we can or can't control. It just is what it is. And if they don't want to be with you, basically fuck them. Let them go. Find someone else. You'll be better off. And those are just facts. Peace. You are listening to the NYC Talking Podcast. www.nyctalking.com Please like NYC Talking on Facebook. Please follow Angel R. Talk on Twitter and Instagram. We are NYC Talking, the realest lifestyle blog ever. Thanks for listening.